welcome on a beautiful Monday morning. Cyber Monday, right? I don't know if you guys do any Cyber Monday shopping or not, but uh, it's a good day to get you some of those discounts, I guess. <laughs> um, haven't done any shopping this year. I was actually looking at some of the some of the things that they have for sale. I just realized I really don't need anything new. Everything that I have is pretty pretty good, pretty in order. I could use some newer clothes, right? I've been wearing some of the same clothes now for a bit, but you don't really see Black Friday deals for clothes. Typically they're advertised for like what, like TVs, um phones, electronics, games, I don't know. They usually have it for all the other jazz, but not really for clothes. But anyways, no Black Friday shopping for me. I'm pretty set in everything I have, but hopefully you guys had a good time black friday shopping hopefully you guys stay safe you know i was reading some of the news as well that uh there was about seven shootings on black friday seven i think north carolina was one of them six hurt seattle was about three chicago had a couple uh i think there was one out in uh i think it was florida i mean what's new about florida right there's always (laughs) florida florida never has anything good to say it's always something bad but uh yeah lots of lots of shootings man even even post covid we just still have these things going on I, I don't know for whatever reason i always thought that covid was gonna make us like kind of revert back to like <laughs> a better society but no I, we, we really haven't it's i don't know um but yeah no black friday shopping for me uh i think black friday shopping was down they said there wasn't as many crowds as there used to be but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, well, people don't have money, right? Well, I mean, there's money out there. Let me not say that. Uh, but also, Black Friday is not a, a ritual as it was before. I remember that uh, back when I was younger, my mom used to go Black Friday shopping. We'd get up at 5 in the morning. The stores weren't open yet. You'd have to go online, and we would go and buy things for Black Friday, right? And now, these days, Black Friday starts Black Monday, Cyber Black, Black Monday to Cyber Monday. It's like a whole week of Black Friday deals. And maybe there's like better deals on Friday, but I don't know. They, it's not the same that it once was. Um, and you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm older. Um, I don't know. I don't think it has to do with older. I just think that Black Friday does not have the same appeal. I'm going to tell you, uh, going back to like 2011, every Black Friday, I used to go get a new phone. I used to get a new Samsung Galaxy or a black or a, or a TV. Uh, it was a TV, it was a phone, or it was a game. And buy different games on Black Friday. Um, but yeah, I don't do that shit anymore. Um, Cyber Monday's around. You can, really, everything you can get digital, so you don't really need to go to the store. Everything lasts for a long time, right? There hasn't really been any major increases in TVs. Plus, I mean, I'm in a furnished <laughs> environment right now for my living space, so I wouldn't even have a place to put the TV even if I bought it. So, uh well, that's my excuse for not Black Friday shopping, but yeah, hopefully you guys got something good for yourself. And like I said, hopefully you stayed safe because I didn't scare anybody with that. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that going on over the, the weekend, which is, I mean, that's it's just so surprising that we have shootings on Black Friday. And uh, anyways, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. It is what it is. So anyways, uh, let's get straight to it uh first things first well yesterday was sunday had some good games that went on steph curry did his thing as normal i mean he cooked the clippers i didn't catch all of the game i caught the third and fourth quarter um 
but man, that guy is good. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody realizes how good. No, no, not good. How great he is at the game of basketball. Do you understand that, that there's nobody in the game of basketball that has shot the ball as well as he has? You know, I mean, he is literally, dare I say, Michael Jordan-esque in the way he's changing the game, right? So like LeBron James, great player, better player than Jordan in my opinion, but he's just better, you know what I mean? Like he 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 rebounds better, he passes the ball better, he's a better dribbler, uh, better finisher at the rack, uh, better three-point shooter, I think, or worse free throw shooter, better three-point shooter. Okay, but Curry is greater than Jordan. Not just better, he is greater. He does literally, he's he's like, he's not, I wouldn't say Jordan on crack, but if you don't watch basketball, you have to see how, okay, put it this way. Steph Curry is by far better a shooter than anyone in the league today. And everyone in the league today are better shooters than when Michael Jordan was in the league. So put this into perspective about how good he is. Like how how great he is. I mean, I can't I can't explain it. Like he's he's he he stands the test of time. I don't think we're gonna see another player shoot the ball quite like him. Um but yeah, anyways, he had a great game yesterday, beat the Clippers by like fifteen. Um Caught the Boston game. Boston doesn't really do anything for me. LeBron won, so that was good. Uh, he played <laughs> Isaiah Stewart, the guy he got in a fight with. Uh, LeBron did a couple of crazy, couple of crazy plays, threw an alley oop, and did the infamous ball stare before shooting the three. So that was good. I'm glad the Lakers got a got a dub there because they need it. Um, I need these guys to make the playoffs, man. Really, I need them to win it all. But um, those are some good games. And then NFL, there were some great games in the NFL yesterday too. Uh, the last game of the night. Ravens Browns that was kind of a, a little bit of a snooze fest there was a lot of interceptions um Packers Rams was a much better game uh, I w- thought the Rams were going to win but Aaron Rodgers has a bad man uh, my team the Bengals cooked the Steelers but <laughs> Big Ben needs to retire the guy's old as shit um so much better games than Christmas I think that we I think we need to change the tradition of Christmas where we start to actually um where we start to actually put good games on the TV rather than the bad games on the TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that, uh, you know, I think that that's, that, that, that should be some of something we should do for Thanksgiving because I mean, it had yesterday been Thanksgiving games, I think it would have been much better, but anyways, good games yesterday. Enjoyed it. Uh, always enjoy having a good Sunday off all that good jazz. Um, but yeah, so let's get into some other, latest news it's not sports related uh one of the things that caught my attention okay other than this black friday nonsense right there was a study that i read that talked about you know um delusion and um you know happiness so to speak there's like a happiness index what makes someone happy what makes someone not happy etc etc and it kind of reminded me of the black friday right because here's my thing black friday you know, we, we're, we're supposed to be going out. We're supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, dare I say, like, uh, you know, trying to just get a good deal for our families. Yet here we are uh, 
getting into fights and shooting. I, I mean, it's I literally cannot fathom it. I don't, I don't know how else to spin it. But anyways, inside this article of delusion, it talks about that one of the biggest aspects of delusion, right, is a strongly held belief that cannot uh, change because it's distressing and debilitating, right? And what that what that did for me, reading that and hearing about Black Friday and hearing about all these things that we currently do on a year to year basis, is that you know it makes me realize how delusional we are as people. You know what I mean? Um, in our lives, about everything that we everything that we want to do, all the things that we want to uh, uh, touch on, it's it's crazy, right? Okay. For instance, let me let me let me touch on another article and kind of bring this all about together. So there was another article that talked about people who have rose tinted glasses typically have optimism bias and have bad futures, right? So you know, in the article it claims that people who are optimistically biased about the future tend to have financial crises, look fail to look after their health, and also tend to fail in their relationships because they're optimistically biased, you know, that everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Who cares? Live for the now. Okay. That is delusion. We are delusional as people about what we are doing in our lives. We're delusional about what we expect in our lives. I mean, there is so much delusion going on. We, we, we need to touch on that. You know what I mean? We really need to, to to touch on that because when I think about these shootings, I mean, I'm not going to say, I, to me, it is delusional that someone, the day after Thanksgiving, decides I'm going to go to the store with a gun and if I don't get what I want, I'm going to shoot the store up. I mean, partly of that is evil, right? But it's also like delusional. Who do you think you are to be able to exercise that action or dare say that you believe you have that right to exercise that action over other people it's nuts right and i don't know the reason for the shootings in in the malls or whatever else i mean i'm sure it's because people people are cutting the line or whatever the fucking excuse may be but yeah there's there's shootings on black friday when people are trying to shop i mean imagine that you can't even take your your family, your kids, you, you, fuck everybody else. You can't even go out and enjoy a, a, a day of shopping to get what you want to get without worrying about having to get sprayed up, man. I mean, it's, <laughs> Damn! that's how I feel. That's like, I, I just, whatever. Anyways, um, but delusion, I'm going to keep that in mind because I'm going to touch on that a little bit later uh, for one of my topics that I'm going to touch uh you know review on uh one of the other things that kind of got me today too was uh reading an article that talked about uh there was life found under antarctica right about a mile down under the ground no sunlight there's no sunlight under this thick sheet of ice i wouldn't call it sheet i'm gonna call it land mass of ice about a mile down more than three thousand feet there was life fucking bugs and fish and whatever else the fuck they found down there. And, you know, I thought that was interesting because there is literally no bounds to what we have in this life. I mean, we have not even fully 
search the earth we have not fully finished researching the earth the ocean is still a mystery antarctica is a mystery space is history i mean we have not i mean literally there's so much more in life that we have to learn but uh, you know when i heard about the story with the th antarctica sheets and, and finding life under this thick thick block of ice it was like okay you know i think we've seen a movie about this we should really leave those things alone <laughs> like <laughs> Like, uh, we, we really shouldn't be down there, um, you know, kind of messing with, um, you know, whatever is down there because, I mean, if you've seen Prometheus, you've seen these different alien movies, it's like, uh, haven't we learned our lesson? And part of me believes that the government has already seen these things and we are just, we don't know about it. You know what I mean? Because I'm a firm believer that art imitates life. Everything that we see in a movie for the most part has some sort of reference from life, you know, while it may be exaggerated, right? Like Attack on Titans, like an anime or something like that, or, you know, Dragon Ball Z with superpowers. I think a lot of what we make in life, right? Or a lot of what we make in the arts came from life, from something, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, so you see these alien movies and you see these people digging shit up. They shouldn't be digging up. And next thing you know, you have a fucking virus on your hand. Well, it's the same thing with the Antarctica thing. Like, uh, we really shouldn't be touching things under the water that have been there. I think one of them said that uh, the, 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 the organism was dormant for like 2,000 years and we woke it up by heating up the water or something ridiculous. I mean, yeah, we should really leave those things alone. But anyways, really interesting story. I thought that was uh, something that, uh, you know, shared for the day. Um, but Antarctica, Delusions, Black Friday, what else is new? I mean, it's just America. It's just, it's literally just another day in America, right? Best country in the world. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't change it for anything. Well, I lie. I would change it for anything, but I would not want to live anywhere else is what I think I'm meant to say, right? I wouldn't want to live anywhere else because, uh, America, you know, number one in the world, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes, sir. yes. <laughs> number one in the world um okay so what's the big thing for today right you know when i talk i usually have a big something important something life-changing uh self-development to talk about and uh the thing that i wanted to get on today was what was the title says self-love is it self-love or is it selfish right um so one of my homeboys that I haven't talked to in a while, he, you know, he's been, he's been doing this thing. He's got a new job. Haven't talked to him honestly, almost a year and a half, two years. Um, comes back, gets in the party, talks with us, Xbox party, I should say. And, uh, we're seeing how he's doing and everything else. And, um, you know, he's doing well for his life. He's, you know, ABC, you know, new things and kids, et cetera. And, uh, you know, he just mentions that, you know, he's doing well in life, but his, his mom passed away, you know, and, um, you know, he said something that stuck out to me. He said, you know, you know, while he has the rest of his family, he has his dad and everything else, he was like, no, nobody loves you like your mom, you know? And that was like a, a really sort of tough pill to swallow, you know, because it's like, you know, you even after your mom dies, he said, it's not the same. You know, yeah, your dad loves you. You talk, you talk to your dad, you bullshit with your dad. But he was like, nobody loves you like your mom. And, you know, it brings me back to that Chris Rock reference where Chris Rock says, you know, um, no man is loved unconditionally. And I and I truly believe that, you know, I think the only woman in your life that loves you 
unconditionally is your mother, you know, and you might have some other women, grandparents, sisters, and et cetera, that might love you equally. And, and I, and I, and that goes for me too. Like my sister, I know my sister loves me, but she can't love me unconditionally because she has her own kids to love <laughs> unconditionally. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, as a man, you're, you're not really love unconditionally. You only have your mother that loves you in that way. And so when he said that, it kind of hit differently. You know, I know he's, he was done grieving about it, but, uh, it was tough, man, to hear that, um, that he lost his mom. So condolences to his family, um, and, and to his loss. And then also shout out to all the moms in the world, including mine uh, that, you know, love their children unconditionally, you know, <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, you know, me and my mom have, have different spats and we go into different things, but you know, he, my mom knows I love her and I know she loves me. We just have a different way of showing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it made me think about self-love and selfish because here's the thing, you know, we as men, right? We as men, we are limited when it comes to love in our lives. We're very limited. We don't get the same love that, dare I say, women get, right? Women are loved just to be women, right? Women are just praised for being women, you know? I saw this TikTok where this girl was like, you know, I mean, she, she lost weight, but she put a video up where she was about, you know, five, six, like 280 or something like that, 270. She was a fat, you know, just, she was fat. Okay. And she lost all this weight. And I mean, she looks phenomenal. She looks great. You know, you know, waist is snatched, ass looks great. She said it was all gym, nothing, no gastric bypass, no BBLs. She didn't have that type of money. She got to the gym, worked out for a year. And I mean, she looks good. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, there were comments in the videos from other women telling her, you know, yes, girl, you're a queen. Um, but even even when you were fat, you were still a queen, this and this and that. Like all these women were like, you know, you 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 should love yourself whether you're big or small, it doesn't really matter, you're great, all this bullshit. And it's like first of all, they're lying to each other. But 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 it's like they mean that. Like women are just love for being loved. Even if you're fucking overweight as shit, you should still be loved because you're a woman. Because you're just, you know, you're a woman, you should be loved. And Seeing that video, I mean, granted, I think everybody should have, should be treated with respect. I'm going to say that. I'm not going to miss. Everybody should have love and respect in their life, but we need to love and respect people enough to be honest with them. And I'm glad that she took the initiative to lose weight because in the long run, it's only going to help her, right? You know, physically, she's going to have a healthier life, you know, less risk of heart disease and things like that. Um, two, she's going to have more prospects in her life for dating, which I think in the video, she showed her new boyfriend. Um, and, you know, people were in that video or in the comments were saying, you know, would this guy have dated you when you're fat? And she was like, well, no, but I wouldn't have dated him if he was broke. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like it goes both ways. Um, but, yeah, women are loved for being women. Or men, we're sort of loved for what we bring to the table. And the only person who doesn't care if you bring anything to the table is your mother, you know. If I get sick right now, I think my mom would take care of me. You know what I mean? As I mean, as she should, <laughs> you know, I don't mean that in a selfish entitlement sort of way, but my stances are with kids. If you know anything about me that, you know, you have kids, you've, you open, you've simply made them your life. You made them your responsibility, not priority responsibility. That's a big difference. 
I don't necessarily think your kids should be your priority in life. You need to be happy. You need to do all the things that you need to do so that you're successful in your life and you enjoy your life. But when you have a baby, when you go through the act of having sex and you have a baby, they become your responsibility to the day they die or you die. Straight up, you know, that's my take on it. And so, yeah, I think, you know, but beyond responsibility, my mom would love me anyways and she would do those things for me. But yeah, we, we, we you know, but that's the only woman I could think of that would do that for me in my life, you know? Um, and that's where I think the self-love for men comes into an aspect. But when do we start to cross the line of being selfish? And that's what this talk is about today. We need to have self-love. We need to learn to love ourselves. We need to learn not to put up with bullshit that we don't need to put up with. We need to learn to uplift ourselves and other men around us. But we need to do so in a non-selfish way. Something that doesn't come off as entitlement. You know what I mean? Because that's where the delusion factor comes in. That's where all these different factors about self-love and self-care and all that other shit comes in. And again, you know, no knock against women, but that's where the the delusional aspects really come for women. So what do I mean by that? Okay. So the analogy I was thinking of when I was, uh, when I was thinking about self-love and going through those things was, you know, um, let's say I, I start working a new job, right? Never had a car a day in my life. And I start working a new job. I'm making 20 bucks an hour. So, you know, 30 something thousand dollars a year, $36,000 a year, maybe somewhere around that line, $40,000 a year. Okay. So I, I'm catching the bus, right? I'm catching the bus. I'm, I'm hitching rides and doing all these things to get to work, but I want to love myself. Right. But instead of loving myself, Maybe I give somebody this money or if I'm dating someone, I'm giving them money. I'm doing all these things. I'm giving away my money. I don't even have a car to get to work. Next thing you know, I'm showing up to work late a lot and I end up losing my job and the people that I was helping out, well, they can't do shit for me uh, because they were in binds and now we're all fucked. You know what I mean? Or maybe you're doing shit for people and they just never return the favor, you know? Um, maybe you had a car and you were always giving rides to people. And now that you don't have a car, you're looking for rides and everybody's going, oh, I really can't give you a ride. You know what I mean? So this is where the self-love aspect comes in, right? You need to love yourself. You need to take care of yourself. You need to make sure your needs are met first because you can only help people as much as you're helped, right? If, if I keep giving people my money and I don't eat and feed myself and I break down and I don't have enough energy to go to work or I'm struggling at work and I'm fucking up and I lose my job, how good am I to the people around me? If I'm no good, right? So you need to practice self-love. You need to take care of yourself. But then the other aspect is, you know, we need to do it in a non-selfish, non-delusional way, right? So let's go back to this car analogy, right? So I never had a car. I'm going to go buy a car, right? I, I'm doing self-love. I'm doing self-care. I'm telling myself I'm no longer going to wake up, stand in the cold to catch the bus any morning. Every morning, I'm not going to ask for rides every day. I'm not going to Uber. I'm going to buy me a car. I'm going to get insurance. I'm going to be responsible, right? Self-love would be like, you know what? I'm going to get this car that I really want. Maybe it'd be smart to save 40 bucks a month and get a used Honda Civic, but I don't want to use Honda Civic. I want a brand new one. And I can afford the extra 40 bucks or 50 bucks a month to get a brand new one. And I can afford it reasonably. That's self-love. I'm going to take care of myself and my needs. And you know what? Yeah, I don't have an extra 50 bucks to give somebody if they need something. Or yeah, I don't have, have, a, have an extra 50 bucks to give my friends and my girlfriend or whatever. But 
I got something I want, and if something should fuck up, at least it's I fucked up for me. You know what I mean? Whereas if you were to go through and get a used vehicle, not exactly what you want, because you're you're trying to say, well, I'm going to save fifty bucks, and I'm going to turn around and do this and this and this, and next thing you know, the car breaks down, or in a couple of years, you're you're like, Ew, like why the fuck did I even buy this car, right? I should have just spent the extra money on me. Then that makes you feel bad. It makes you feel guilty. Because you're thinking like, man, if I would have just spent the extra 50 bucks, at least I would have gotten what I wanted. You know what I mean? You want to get what you want. Okay. But then here's where the delusional aspect kicks in, right? If I was making 20 bucks an hour and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go buy me a brand new car, but I want a fucking $90,000 Mercedes Benz AMG. Well, now I'm just delusional. Okay, I know there's there's an aspect of self-love. I mean, I need to love myself. I need to make sure that I have a car to get to point A to point B, get to work and back. But I can't afford, nor do I need a fucking Mercedes-Benz AMG right now, currently with what I'm making. But there are some people out there who would do that. They live in apartments with no furniture, no food, barely, <laughs> no amenities, just a fucking car. That's what they're spending all their money on, a car. And that's delusional. You didn't need that. You didn't need to go that far. You can love yourself within reason. You can love yourself with being logical. You have to have a sense of humility, right? You have to have that sense of, look, I deserve love, but I need to do it within a certain, a certain reason, within a certain parameters. I need to. It, it, it's, it's important that we do that. And I think that is where, you know, that video of the TikTok with the woman, I think that would have been a good lesson to teach women. Instead of sitting here being delusional, and telling women that, hey, you know, you're always beautiful no matter what. No, it would have been a lesson that, hey, you know what, girl? You should motivate other women to do the same, to lose weight, to feel good about themselves, to be the best that they can be instead of lying, right? But that's the difference between men and women. Women are unconditionally loved. They get all this love and support all the time from everywhere. Men don't get that. When you're broke as a man, you're broke. People make fun of you. When you're short, you're short. A little, you know, if you have, you have a little dick, you have a little dick. You're, you are a source of jokes and laughter for a lot of people. When you're a man and you don't have money or anything's wrong with you, we don't get unconditional love, you know? And I think while, you know, while it has a negative aspect, I think it does have a good aspect, you know? Because no one really wants to be bullied but I think bullying has such a strong, strong aspect. I think it toughens up the people. Because I was bullied, right? And I don't, make, I, don't, I don't look at the bullying as a negative aspect. Like, you know, I was never really beat up. I got into a couple fights. But I was never really beat up. I was never, like, bullied in like, that aspect. You know, yeah, people told me things that kind of hurt my feelings. But I think in, in the end, it made me better, you know? But we... We need to learn to conquer life with self-love, at least as men. We need to learn to conquer the life with self-love because we don't get it from outside sources. You know what I mean? Because in reality, while we're growing up, we have, we're, we're sitting here, you know, why are you bullying? You know, why, why do you, matter of fact, hold on, here we go. Why are you bullying me? You fucking bitch, why are you bullying me? Why are you bullying me, you fuck? <laughs> Why, why are you bullying me? Why are you talking bad about me? Why are you downplaying me, right? But it, it's like, that's how it is for a guy. But I think in the end, it, it makes us more prepared for the world. Because the thing is, as a man, 
yeah, I would love unconditional love. But at the same time, it's taught me, man, look here. The world don't owe you nothing. The world doesn't owe you jack shit. You got to go out and get it out the mud. You need something. You need to go get it. And I think in a way, it makes us very cold. And sometimes too much of not having any love can make you a fucking bitter, crazy person. But I think at the same time, we need that, that roughness to create some vigor in us, to make us stronger, you know. But I also do think we need to start, start to learn to self-love. We need to learn, and we need to learn not to do it in a selfish or delusional way. We have to, you know. Um, and so, again, going back to my friend where he says, you know, his mom died. His mom used to cook him meals whenever he'd come over. It could be late at night when he was, he was coming off graveyard shift, and his mom would wake up and make him some dinner. Hey, you need something to eat because that's his mom. You know what I mean? That's incredible, man. Like, that's, I mean, I'm sure my mom would do the same. If I ever needed a place to stay or money or anything, you know, she's got my back, you know. But where else would I get that love in life? And the reality is, as a man, we don't get that. So we as men need to start to practice self-love. We need to learn to get into this aspect of putting ourselves first in a reasonable, logical way, non-delusional way. You know, Kevin Samuels, I love citing Kevin Samuels. There's this thing that he does. Typically, he asks men and women when he gets on, when they get on his show, you know, on a scale of one to 10, where do you rate yourself? Women, he usually says, you know, without makeup, fresh out the shower, right? And for men, he'll just say, you know, weight and everything included. Where do you rate yourself one to 10? You know, and I mean, this is me. I mean, I, 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 it's something I've kept to myself for a long time. But if I had to be honest with myself, on a scale of one to 10, I would like to argue six and a half to seven for myself in my current stance. I think I, I'm improving. I think I'm getting better. I don't think that's a rough number. I mean, think about this, man. Um, think about what you're saying when you say one out of 10, right? And you give yourself a number because typically men typically rate themselves lower. Women usually rate themselves higher. Um, but think about this for a minute, right? If I say I'm six and a half, seven out of 10, even seven out of half, I would even say I may be up there given my circumstances and the way I look. And, you know, um, I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty good looking guy. I think, you know, I've, I've had, you know, it's, it's weird because, you know, as a side note, before I get back to my point there, um, I, I've had women come up to me. I've had decent attractions. I've had you know, hookups and <laughs> dated some, some women, um, some women that I didn't, didn't have to give a dollar, pay a dollar for dinner, you know, uh, I, I think I'm a pretty good, I'm a good looking man, better than average. Um, but I also think that there's a, a level of humility. Again, you have to have, right? So yeah, I think I pretty decent, good looking guy, but going back to my point, if I say I'm a seven and a half out of 10, that means if you put every man in the world in a room, where would I go? Well, of course, you know, the tens are going first, right? The nines, the eights, the seven and a halfs or sevens. I think I fall on that line. So I think I'm a top 30% guy in the world. I don't think that's a bad call of judgment, right? Good looking, good sense of humor, decent paying job, you know, or pretty, pretty good paying job at that. I think there, there's a level of self-love or humility though, that you have to be, you have to be confident in yourself to say, you know what? I'm a seven and I'm okay with that. And 
I know some men down there who are saying I'm a four or five who really maybe are six or sevens or eights, but we don't have enough love or even self-love to raise our standard. And I think that is the other aspect of men that we need to do because men, as, as men, we tend to bring ourselves down. We tend to criticize ourselves more than we should. And then going on the aspect of women, women tend to, you know, <laughs> not criticize. They, they have no accountability. They, <laughs> matter of fact, they give it away. You know, they inflate themselves a little too much. You know what I mean? Um, women who are literally fours or fives running around thinking they're nines or tens, you know, like, ma'am, you are literally 220 pounds. You wear a size 16 dress. <laughs> you got two kids from two dads, man, you're not a nine. I'm sorry. That just in no, in no world or shape or form does, does that make sense? And there's men out there, you know, five, nine, five, 10, decent weight, decent job, 60 K a year or something who really can't land a date and he's, you know, I'm, oh, I'm a, I guess I'm a five out of 10, four out of 10. I don't know. It's horrible, man. It's a horrible feeling. So the thing that men, we need to do, we need to start to love ourselves. It's important, right? Because when you start to love yourself, you're going to notice some things that change. The first thing that's going to happen is when you start to love yourself, you're going to start to put your needs first. It's one of the first things I've learned when doing self-love. I don't always practice it, but one of the first things I love with self-love is using the word no. Hey, do you want to do this? No, I don't want to do that. No, I don't feel comfortable with you doing that. No, I don't want to eat that. No. And no is not a bad word, but if you don't have any self-love, you have no backbone, you're going to say yes to everything. You need to learn to say no. It's the first thing about self-love, right? The second thing about self-love you're going to start to notice is that you're going to stop putting up with so much bullshit. See, one of the things is with men, especially with myself, you know, I can speak from personal experience. I put up with a lot of things in my life because, dare I say, I lacked not only external love, but self-love. A lot of the things I did were, was people-pleaser things. I'm trying to please people. I'm trying to make people happy, et cetera, et cetera. But it's horrible. It's horrible when you do that because you, you're not putting your needs first. And then when things don't go the way that you think they're going to go or the people aren't there for you the way that you think they should be there for you, it stings a lot. But that's my fault. That's, and anybody who does that, that's your fault. Stop putting up with people's needs before your own. Stop putting up with bullshit. Right? People who lie to you, people who use you, people who flake on you. You know, there was a time when there was this one girl that I wanted to date for a long time. You know, uh, we hung out a couple of times, but I swear to God, every time I try to hang out with her, she had an excuse for everything, right? It's like, Hey, you want to kick it today? Oh no, I'm doing this. Oh no, I'm doing that. Oh no, I'm doing this. Oh no, I'm doing that. You know? And I, and I was younger, right? This is when I was like 22 or et cetera, between four, between girlfriends. And, um, I used to be like, man, like what's wrong with me? Like, <laughs> She doesn't, you know, I mean, she's going, clearly she can go out. I'm not asking her to buy anything. I'm going to pay for the date or whatever else. But it's like, like, I had no self-love. I have no backbone. Look, look at the bullshit I'm putting up with to get love. Same thing can be said to friends, right? There was a friend that I used to always give rides to, you know, give rides to, pick them up from school, drop them off, et cetera, et cetera. This one, I had my girlfriend. So uh, sometimes my girlfriend would be in the front seat, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I mean, he helped me out too. So don't, I'm not going to make it sound like, you know, this is all one-sided because he did things for me as well. Um, but if I had to measure, right, because if, if I'm, if I'm going to measure up or compete, 
who did what for who. I mean, I'm going to go on the limb and say in this aspect, for this person at least, I did a little bit more than I got back, you know. Um, but yeah, every time you ask for something, it was like, hey, like, you know, or he, where he would ask for something. I was like, yeah, I got you. You know, give me a minute. I'll hook you up or I'll send the money, et cetera, et cetera. And then whenever you need something or when I need something, it was like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like we went snowboarding one time. The guy was like, hey, I forgot my money. Like, well, you, you fucking knew we were going snowboarding. How, that's, that's one of the most important things you got to get. Well, I mean, I bought, bought the snowboarding. We got in. And um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see that money back for like two to three weeks. And I didn't want to feel like I was hounding him. But, you know, snowboarding, renting gear and all that shit's like a couple hundred bucks, especially when you're not expecting it. You know what I mean? And you're an upcoming young adult. That's a, that's that's a decent amount of money. <laughs> you know what I mean, two hundred dollars. I mean, for anybody that says, "Oh, two hundred dollars ain't nothing," you know what you can do? Go send me two hundred dollars in my cash app right now if you really feel like two hundred dollars ain't shit. All right, so let's not <laughs> let's not do that. But um, but yeah, that kind of stings, right? Because it's like, man, like every time you need something, I got your back, but you don't got my back. That's where self love comes in. You need to learn to stop giving people the privy or stop giving so much uh uh you know de- being delusional about what people are going to do for you when they've already showed you who they are right self-love practice self-love so with self-love you're going to learn to say no with self-love you're going to learn to stop putting up with so much bullshit and then also with self-love you are going to start getting the things you really want that's the bis- biggest aspect about self-love that i think it's the best part of self-love that when you start putting yourself first, you're going to see how much you can accomplish when you stop pouring so much energy, time, and money into other people and other things that are not rewarding or satisfactory. And you start pouring that same energy, time, and money into yourself. You're going to see just how far you could get or how much better things could be. And I say that confidently because I know that there were times when I got in my mood and I got in my bag and I stopped worrying about other people and I focused on myself and I got down and got gritty and did the things that I had to do for myself. I accomplished a lot. You know what I mean? I was able to do a lot. Things that I didn't even think I could do by myself. You know what I mean? Taught myself how to play the guitar, built my own website, taught myself how to code, met different people when I was doing timeshare sales and car sales, uh, uh, sold deals that I didn't even think I can sell. I saw, I remember I sold a $60,000 deal to a, a couple who were from Asia. We're not going to say what nationality they were, ethnicity, et cetera. Um, because, you know, it's, it's there's, there's an inside sales thing. But anyways, there was a group of people that if you, if you do sales, you know, there's a group of people that you can't really sell to. You know what I mean? And not only did I sell to this group of people, this ethnic group of people, I sold the biggest package to them. And when I was at the job, everybody was like, oh shit, like this guy's a fucking legend. You know, it's, it, I mean, it's a great feeling. But that was because I, I got down, got greedy and focused on myself. At that time during my job, I wasn't really hanging out in the, in the, in the break room, talking bullshit with the guys. I was focused on reading, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, at that time I really needed to strike a deal because I was, you know, falling behind and I wanted a paycheck. But those are the different things that I'm talking about. When you focus on yourself, you can accomplish things. You know, even the gym. There was a time when I said, you know what? 
I'm going to stop hanging out with my friends as much. I'm going to stop playing the video games as much. I'm going to go to the gym. Just an hour a day, man. I was in great fucking shape. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, I was in great fucking shape. I was going to the gym daily. For just an hour. Instead of an hour playing video games or talking shit or chasing women. It's going to the gym for an hour and, you know, crushing it. Like, literally, just literally, literally crushing it. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, amazing, to say the least. So, my thing is, is that you, you need to learn at some point to get the self-love, to focus on yourself, to manage the things that you have to manage for yourself. Because here's the next thing. Here's the next aspect about self-love that will carry you not only in your life, but in your relationship as well is, you know, when you start to have the self-love, when you start to put your needs first, when you start to put yourself first and everything that you're doing, um, you're going to start to, again, not being, not putting up with other things, but you're also going to start to appreciate yourself a little bit more. So what do I mean by that? How does that, how does that, you know, work out? Well, let me, let me give you an example. Behind the silence, I'm just thinking of a way that I can really put this in perspective. So the best way that I can explain it, sitting here taking a moment to really gather my thoughts and share it. When you start to have that self-love for yourself, when you start to put yourself first, again, in your life and in your relationships, because that's the biggest thing, right? You know, last night I was talking to some coworkers and everything else, and it's, it's funny to me that no matter what happens in life, no matter what we go over with in life relationships become a factor everything that we do in life we end up coming back to having a partner having someone why is that why is it that no matter what happens we revert back to that. It's because we're looking for someone to fill the void that we have in ourselves. Now, I don't think that's the only reason why we revert to wanting to be with someone. I mean, people want family. Nobody wants to be alone. But a lot of the times, we can't stand the silence. We can't stand the thought of being by ourselves because we, in a lot of ways, don't love ourselves. We, in a lot of ways, aren't happy with ourselves because it's like we, don't, we don't appreciate ourselves. We, our value is based on what other people feel about us. 
while that's important to keep that in mind, I'm not going to sit here and say we need to be oblivious. No way. We still need to keep in mind that, hey, you need to be cognitive <laughs> that other people's opinions matter of you. You can't walk around the world thinking your shit don't stink and that everybody just needs to accept you and you're this and that. Absolutely not. That is delusional. We don't want to be delusional. We don't want to be selfish. Selfish and selfish has its place, but not, not here, not right now. We don't need to be delusional. We need to be grounded, logical, and reasonable when it comes to our self-love. But we also need to have self-love. We don't love ourselves. That's why no matter what we're drinking, I'm talking with some coworkers and some people I met, and you, know, you, you talk about traveling, you talk about uh, you know what you saw, what you've conquered, what you visited, what you would buy if you had a million dollars and everything else. But in the very end, Everybody always comes back to, well, who are you dating? Do you have kids? Who would you like to be with? Are you happy being single? Are you talking to anyone? We always go back to that because that's an extension of ourselves. We're trying to fill the void in ourselves. And there are some people out there who are very happy being alone, you know, not forever, but there are some people who can manage being alone. You know, and they always say that when you get in a relationship, the healthiest way to be in a relationship, it should be two independent people coexisting together, right? You should have the man should be the man living his life and his vision. And the woman should be the woman living her life and her vision. And they just need to coexist peacefully and col uh, collaboratively, you know, without any issues. I mean, there's still a leader in the relationship. There should still be someone heading the relationship, uh, you know, wouldn't call it a leader, but you know, yeah, head, head of household. That's right. That's what they call it, head of household. But that's the best form of relationship. But a lot of the relationships we have today are codependent because we don't love ourselves. You're not really with this person because you love them. You're with this person because you don't love yourself enough to be alone with yourself. That's why as relationships, we put up with a lot of the things that we put up with. Someone's abusing you or cheating on you or telling you different things in your relationship. You're going to accept it because you think that that's love. You think that that's normal, that that's okay. That, Hey, you know what? Um, yeah, he, she, she, you know, she doesn't really buy me anything. She doesn't remember my birthday. She doesn't like to put out sex as much as I, as she once did or whatever, but that's okay. I'll put up with it. No, no. Absolutely not. You're not, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to settle for the things that make you happy. And we tend to do that a lot. We tend to settle on a lot of the things that dare I say, we should not be settling on practice self-love. Take care of yourself, love yourself, but don't do it in a delusional way. I want to say a story that um, kind of personal for me that really, you know, hits home with this topic, hits home with the subject. You know what I mean? And um, one of the things is for me, and it's nothing crazy. It's nothing uh, out of the ordinary. Uh, but it's, it's a sort of a touchy subject. And it was for me and my hair, right? <laughs> I used to do crazy hairstyles, you know, used to perm the hair, comb it, do all this crazy shit, whatever. Froze, et cetera, et cetera. And 
that was a way of me expressing myself. That was my way of self-love. I've always wanted to do my hair a certain way. And when I was able to do it a certain way, I was happy. You know what I mean? I was happy to do my hair in a way that makes me happy. And no matter how much people told me they did not like my hair, I'm going to tell you something. I'm happy with it. And I look back at those pictures and yeah, there were some important pictures in my life like prom and different things like that. And I don't care what anybody says about me or my hair. I loved it. And I'm glad that I have those photos of me with my hair in the way that I like because it makes me happy. You know? And for me, it's sort of uh, a touchy or touchy subject that I say because yeah, for years, I mean, people literally... Every time I did my hair, I dyed my hair, whatever else. It's like, people are like, what are you doing? You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I mean, at some points it was embarrassing. Like, man, I wonder what people are going to think. But I'm going to tell you something then. Um, when I did my hair the way that I wanted, I felt confident. I felt good in myself. And, I mean, little did I know, now that I'm approaching on 30, what, 29 going on 30, little did I know that was self-love. And I can't tell you guys how crazy it is that looking back at those times that I did my hair the way that I wanted to do it, knowing that I had the confidence to do it the way that I wanted to do it and didn't give a fuck what people thought about it, that makes me happy. I can look back at those moments and go, I don't care what people said, I was fucking happy because that's what I wanted. That was self-love. And there were times that I cut my hair for people. And when I did do that, it was, I felt a little empty, right? Because a lot of times when you do things for people, they don't really stick around or they're not gratuitous for the things that you do for them. They just want to control you. Hey, you should cut your hair. I think you look better. And then they cut your hair and it's like, oh, okay. Well, what the fuck was the point of you telling me to cut my hair? You didn't, you don't really care. You just want to control me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a very strange aspect of that, that, that it's, it's, it's a strange dynamic, right? Because we want the approval of other people, but I assure you, you have to be able to balance that self-love and do it in a non-delusional way. It helps in the long run, you know? Um, I think that's, that's the big message that I want to get here. That's what I think we need to do. You know, yeah, you need to have a good view of the future, a good view of yourself. Yes, you need to be optimistic. Yes, you need to be a happy person. You need to be a positive person, but we need to do it in a way that we can construct ourselves because i'm going to tell you you know as a man who does not get external love too much outside of my mother right and i agree with that statement nobody loves you nobody's going to love you unconditional but your mother it's my responsibility to ensure my happiness with whom whoever i'm with with whatever i do because i'm never going to get that validation or happiness or i shouldn't say never the likelihood that i'm going to get that validation or happiness elsewhere or from other people who truly mean it and truly care about me are slim to none right think of all the men in the world think of all the the nba players the football players the the soccer players the boxers the mma fighters the rich men the tech gurus all these guys all these guys are only you know praised because they do something incredible marquise brownlee technology on youtube he's only famous because he does technology shit KB Lame, you know, that TikTok guy who he, every, when everybody's doing something crazy, he just flicks his hands out and does something simple, but he's praised because he, he's, he's humorous to people, right? LeBron James praised because he's the best basketball player in the world right now. 
you know, Canelo Alvarez praise because he's, well, he's Mexican and he's the best boxer in the middleweight class right now. But if he was not the best boxer in the middleweight class right now, would he be loved? Would LeBron James be loved if he was not the best, best, best basketball player in the world at 6'8", 260, 270, I think is what he weighs, you know? Would uh, KB Lane be famous or loved if he wasn't making TikTok videos that make people laugh, right? Uh, if Bill Gates wasn't the richest man in the world, would he still be with that woman that was Googling all over Leonardo DiCaprio? You know, as a man, we are only loved based on what we produce and what we bring to the table and what we have. We're not just loved for being me. No one says, hey, you're loved for being alpha because you're alpha. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> you're not loved just for you. And even if people say they do, they don't. And really the only person who does is, well, she said, your mother. Your mother is the only person who's going to love you in that way. So with that being said, you guys, you need to practice self-love. You need to focus on yourself. You need to learn to appreciate yourself. You need to learn to put your needs first. I can't stress that enough. Guys, love yourselves. You're going to thank yourself in the future, a year, two, five, 10, 15 years in the future. You're going to think back and go, wow, I, I'm glad I did this for myself. And while there's not a lot of moments in my life that I can say I've done that because I was definitely a people pleaser in my 20s, the times that I did do that for myself, I can tell you, I am ecstatic. I love the things that I did for myself. I love that I traveled to Denver by myself. I went to Brian Head out in Utah to go snowboard by myself if no one wanted to go. I took myself on those nights to the movies or the dinners, or I bought myself those Yeezys, even though they're 200, 250 bucks, because I want to do it for myself. A lot of the things that you do for yourself in the end, they're going to make you feel better in the long run. And I'm not just saying that because some fucking article tells me, trust me, and I love reading research, but I'm also telling you guys this from a personal experience and my personal endeavors. Love yourself because I am, and I'm going to start doing it more often because in the end, I'm happier, much, much happier. Well, with that being said, I appreciate you guys for listening as usual. I hope that you guys enjoyed the talk and, uh, well, enjoy your Monday and I'll see you guys soon. Another one.